0: Welcome to the Fullness and Grace podcast. I am your coach, Laura Genevieve, and on this podcast, I bring you inspiration, education, and motivation to help you dive into the beautiful practice of self-empowerment. I'm so happy to have you here with me today for episode six, Setting Goals and Reaching Goals. The Fullness and Grace project was created to be a home for inspiration and growth. More specifically, fullness, from the name, is meant to represent fullness in life, richness in life, vibrancy and depth in life. Here at Fullness and Grace, we celebrate self-development and reaching for goals and accomplishing dreams. And that's a big piece of self-empowerment. It's believing that as an individual, you can always have that desire to grow and expand and improve within yourself. Sometimes folks will view personal development as having a bit of a negative meaning, as though your current self is not good enough and you need to develop and improve so that you can become good enough. But I want us to shift that perspective. Goal setting and self-development is something we can always be doing. That's what makes life exciting and vibrant. Always reaching for new things. You're just continuously growing And learning and always desiring to embrace the process of reaching for goals. Also when you embrace the process of setting goals and reaching for goals, you're living life with such intention. You have specific things that your eyes are excited to be looking to and that your mind is eager to pursue and that your soul is energized by. I find setting goals is one of my greatest tools in life to feel productive and organized and focused. So really quickly, let's confirm what I mean by goals in life. I view a goal as anything that I identify as wanting to accomplish. And goals can show up in lots of different forms and fashions. Sometimes it's an adventure-type goal. For example, you have a deep desire to travel to Paris to experience the magic there. Or to start an Etsy shop to sell your watercolor greeting cards. Sometimes it's a challenge-type goal. For example, you have a deep desire to train for and complete a marathon. Or to organize your garage like they do on the Home Edit TV show. Sometimes it's a personal development type goal. For example, you haven't felt truly fulfilled in life, so you want to do the internal work to become happier and more present within yourself. Or you want to improve your eating habits to have more nutritional meals. Goals can show up as anything that crosses your mind or burrows up in your heart as something you desire for yourself. And that's what life is all about, reaching for the things that excite you and stretch you. This year, in 2021, I jotted down this mantra for myself that I continuously go back to as my standard motivation and encouragement, and it goes, the only way to get something done is to do it. So frequently, I would have goals and desires and ideas in my mind of what I wanted to do, but then I'd get lazy and just not do them. So then I would just never accomplish anything and I was so frustrated that I would never get anything done and I truly just had myself to blame. So I now always tell myself the only way for something to get done is to do it. If you want to get in shape, you need to do the workouts. If you want to keep your house clean, you have to do your daily and weekly chores. If you want to go on that Paris trip, you have to do the research and save the money. The only way for something to get done is to physically do it, right? And so I realized when it comes to setting goals and reaching for goals, there's two main areas that contribute to the process, mental and physical. Mental being your mindset around it and physical being the physical act of doing the step-by-step things to accomplish the goal doing your daily runs to train for the marathon, or saving X amount of money each month to put towards your Paris trip. The physical part is a little more clear. The only way to get something done is to physically do it. The mental part is a bit more complex. We can get discouraged when we don't feel like we're progressing fast enough and then we quit. We can get discouraged by negativity from others, which then cause us to quit. We can fill our minds up with doubt and fear and judgment, which then causes us to quit. The process of reaching for goals and working for goals will get hard and uncomfortable. And unless we have a strong, self-empowering growth mindset, more often than not, we'll just quit when it gets too uncomfortable or too hard. It's our mindset that is the foundation of successfully accomplishing our goals. And so today, I'm going to share with you four self-empowering rules around setting goals and reaching goals that will help support a strong, committed mindset. Number one, set realistic goals for yourself. One of the biggest hurdles we unintentionally create for ourselves as we're pursuing a goal is setting unrealistic expectations for ourselves. It's so important that we set ourselves up for success as opposed to setting ourselves up to fail. When we first decide to start reaching for a goal, we're super jazzed up, excited to get started, ready to make it happen, and that excitement can sometimes cause us to overcommit and maybe underestimate the process. For example, I decided I wanted to lose some weight and get into the best shape of my life. I hadn't been working out regularly and I was quite honestly just out of shape. I put together a plan of action for myself, and I said I was going to work out every morning before work for 45 minutes. The first two mornings I got up and worked out, but then I quickly fell off my plan because I was super sore and exhausted from working out so intensely. My body hadn't worked out in so long, and I thought I could just instantly pick up where I left off instead of starting where my body's current condition was. I needed to set more realistic goals for myself and my body. It's so important to take the time to think through your plan and design it for you based on your personal needs. Sit down and do some self-reflection. What is the specific goal you are trying to accomplish? Determine what the final outcome is and then determine what the small bite-sized steps are that you need to take to get there. Do an honest inventory of where you currently are. Define where you're starting out and where you want to end up. Break it down so you can see a specific path to take and be sure that each step is realistic for yourself. Next, think through some of the potential challenges or roadblocks that might pop up for you to ensure you are being thoughtful about your plan and to ensure that your plan takes those challenges or roadblocks into consideration. We want to set ourselves up for success. So going back to my example of wanting to get into shape. I decided I wanted to get into shape and I started my plan with full on intense daily workouts. Almost instantly, I couldn't keep up with my plan. I gave up and it made me feel just very discouraged. But then I took a second to be a little more thoughtful with my plan. I observed myself. I identified the challenges that I know I struggle with and I put together a plan that actually served me. I realized that the morning is actually not the best time for me to work out. I use that time to start my day slow and get myself ready for the day. So I decided I work out in the afternoons so that I can still enjoy my mornings and I'll be able to have a good healthy snack prior to my workout to ensure I have good energy. And honestly, the only reason I started out with morning workouts was because I saw a fitness person on Instagram who said that that's what she does, but that's not what works for me, and I realized I needed to set my plan up for me, not anyone else. So next, I acknowledge that I'm not in solid shape right now, so I can't expect to start my workouts at the same intensity as when I was working out consistently. I adjusted my plan to work out three days a week for the first three weeks at a slightly lower level so that I can get my body back into the groove. Then I would increase my plan accordingly every three weeks to continue growing and improving. That way, I'd be able to do the workouts, feel really good about it, and then increase it once my body was ready to advance. In my mind, I wanted to immediately be at the finish line and be in great shape. I wasn't realistic with the fact that reaching goals takes time. You need to do the step-by-step process to continuously progress each day. A mantra I continuously tell myself when I get discouraged about my progress is be patient. It's the continuous daily commitment that will get you to your goal. Number two, give yourself grace and empathy along the way. Another hurdle we all have to face when reaching for goals is our negative, discouraging thoughts we'll think when we hit roadblocks. Reaching for goals isn't always easy. It can be very tough, very challenging. We won't always be perfect. Sometimes we'll make mistakes. We'll backtrack. We'll get disappointed in ourselves. And quite frankly, we'll just get discouraged. One of the most important things to remember is to always give yourself grace and empathy throughout the process. Think of a time one of your friends was reaching for a goal and they came to you saying that it's getting really tough and they feel like they can't do it. I'm sure you were encouraging them. Telling them that it's not easy and it's okay if you're not perfect every single day. Just keep with it. Get back on your plan tomorrow morning. You believe in them. You don't judge them. You want to see them succeed, so you cheer them on. That is how you should be responding to yourself when you have an off day on your goal-reaching journey. Give yourself grace. Remember that bad days or hard days will come, but it's okay. You just need to get right back up Get back on track and keep going. Believe in yourself. Wish the best for yourself. Give yourself permission to fail every once in a while because it's going to happen. But I will say, giving yourself grace isn't the same thing as just blatantly choosing to do the wrong thing. My sister and I always laugh about this because one day I said I was laying in bed and ate a whole bag of chips and I was like, oh, I'm just giving myself grace. And that's not necessarily the same thing. You need to wholeheartedly do your best and work hard for yourself. And on those tough days, that's when you give yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up and feel like you're not capable. Be kind to yourself. Encourage yourself. Believe in yourself. Number three, have a core circle of support. When we're reaching for new goals, we're usually so excited and it's always on our mind and we want to share it with everyone. And that's great. It's fun. It adds some excitement to the process and it energizes us. But where this gets tricky is you aren't always going to receive the supportive, encouraging feedback that you hope for. And sometimes negativity from others can then cause negativity to seep into your heart and harm your positive mindset. There are a lot of negative Nancys in the world and negative Nancys love spreading that negativity to other people. Sometimes you'll share your exciting goals with someone and that person might not have the same growth minded vision as you. So they see that goal as too much and unrealistic and then they pour that doubt and negativity onto you. Or sometimes you'll share your exciting news with someone and they personally won't have interest in that goal, so they won't understand why you're putting so much passion and effort into it. And then that might come across as judgmental or discouraging. Or sometimes you'll share your excitement with someone and quite frankly, they might be jealous that you have the passion and drive within you to commit to this beautiful thing. And they'll just respond negatively because they want to bring you down simply out of their own insecurities. Negativity shows up everywhere in life, and you need to be aware of that so that you can protect yourself. It is your responsibility to protect your heart and soul from hurtful, destructive energy from others. You decide what is important to you. You decide what you believe, and you decide what you are passionate about in life. Your opinion and beliefs are the only ones that you should let reach your heart and soul. So, I've learned that when I'm reaching for goals, I have a core circle of support in my life that I share the exciting experience with. I find people who love me, who want the best for me, who connect with the thing I'm reaching for, who might have some experience in the thing too, so I can reach out to them for advice. I have specific people in my life who I value and trust their thoughts and opinions. I have a core circle of friends and family that I share my dreams with. I know that it's my responsibility to protect my heart and soul from unnecessary negativity. And so I'm very thoughtful about who I choose to share that piece of myself with. Do you have a core circle of people that you can identify as your support? that believe in you, that cheer you on, that encourage you when you fall down. Embrace them and continue going to them with your exciting progress. And then on the opposite side of the coin, are there some people in your life that you find tend to be more negative and discouraging rather than supportive and loving? If so, remove them from your core circle and simply don't share as much with them. It's not that you have to tell them that you're removing them from your circle, but just don't always feel obligated to share everything with them. Save that exciting, amazing dreaming of yours for the people who support you and want to see you succeed. Not everyone is going to be on board with your goals, and that's okay. But be aware of that and be aware of the negativity when it comes up and know that you are able to remove yourself from it. Embrace your core circle of support, and for anyone else, don't take their negative words to heart. Just because that's what they think doesn't mean it's what you have to think. You decide what is important to you. You decide what you believe in, and you decide what you are passionate about in life. Your opinion and beliefs are the only ones you should let reach your heart and soul. Number four. Embrace self-acceptance through the entire journey. I love setting goals for myself and challenging myself and wanting to better myself. But one important thing to remember is to love yourself now, even before you reach that goal. You hear this a lot. Once I get that job promotion, I'll feel like I'm good enough. Once I lose that 10 pounds, then I'll love my body. Once I get that expensive car, then I'll feel worthy. Yes, I am the biggest believer in always wanting to improve yourself. But that doesn't mean that the you that you are now is not worthy of all your love and all of your respect. Go back to that friend that came to you when they were reaching for a goal. You love them for who they are today. You aren't waiting for them to accomplish that goal to be worthy of your love. You're proud of them and you're excited for them and you love them for who they are now. That's what the self-empowering goal-reaching journey looks like. You are sincerely reaching for new goals because it's fun and it's good for you and it's something that energizes you. And you accept yourself today just as much as you will whenever you reach that goal. Which also means if for some reason you don't end up reaching that goal, you will love yourself just the same. Embrace self-acceptance always in life. You are your own biggest fan and your own biggest support. Remember that always. So to review our four self-empowering rules around setting goals and reaching goals that will help support a strong, committed mindset. Set realistic goals for yourself. Give yourself grace and empathy along the way. Have a core circle of support. And embrace self-acceptance through the entire journey. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Fullness and Grace podcast. I am your coach, Laura Genevieve, and if you're interested in getting support through one-on-one coaching with me, check me out on Instagram at Fullness Grace, or learn more about the True You coaching program at FullnessandGrace.com. Sending you all my love and light.